Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome back to the Be Unbound podcast. I am your host, David Rethemeyer, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Abraham Chen. Abe, uh, you today are having a conversation with uh, a unique group of alumni that are very special to the community. Tell us a little bit about them. I dare say this is the group of alumni. This is Unbound <laughs> Legacy, mm -hmm. the group that runs our Unbound uh, alumni network. If you ever wanted to get together with Unbound students and don't know where to go, check out the Unbound Legacy website. If you ever wanted to plan a epic, smaller, unofficial Unbound gathering, this is the episode for you. If you've ever wondered what life is like after college, after the Unbound experience, this episode is for you. So, David? Absolutely. Uh, this is going to be a ton of fun. Without further ado, please enjoy the episode. Hello, men. Welcome on to the Be Unbound podcast. I am so happy to be kind of back with the crew again. This is Unbound Legacy. We have Benjamin Osborne. We have Donnie and Trent Emick. Uh, these are the guys who are part of the team running, again, Unbound Legacy. This is the alumni network that we have for Unbound. And this is the team that helps plan many of the very cool, very epic events, the semi-unofficial events, can we say that, uh, that Unbounders gather throughout the year, throughout the country, and we will be diving into that. But let's uh, hear from you guys. Ben, uh, kick us off. Tell us about Donnie. All right. So Donnie's that good-looking guy on your screen with the glasses, but then also he's got the red sweater. And I was going to say glasses and headsets, but I'm realizing that you could. Thank you very much, Trent. So <laughs> yeah. glasses and headsets that left the headsets on. That is yes. Donnie Emick. I met Donnie Emick. Man, I don't even know if Donnie would remember this. I met Donnie Emick doing a push-up competition Apex 2015. Do you remember really? that? Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. I still remember that. So, <laughs> two in the morning. Oh, yeah. We were, we were going on all night. It got down to three or four of us, mm. and nobody would quit, so we all gave up collectively, signed a pact that nobody won, <laughs> and went to bed. <laughs> so, couldn't lift my arms for like the next 24 hours, but that's how I met Donnie. Mm. Donnie is an entrepreneur. He is a musician. He is a connoisseur of 80s music. I think it's a fair description. Indeed. And um, I think, I suspect him of being an ENTP because I'm an ENTP and I always feel like we're a lot alike in that regard. Is that true? You're close. So I've been, well, not really. It's actually, so, <laughs> yeah. so I've gotten two different, uh, two different tests. I've gotten INTJ and INFJ. Those okay, are the ones so it's just the... Yeah. I, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty okay. much. Donnie, yeah. Donnie's an I. Donnie's definitely an I. Like, come back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I respect that. I, we, we, um, the only reason I suspected him of being an ENTP is because ENTP, and I don't mean this as a knock, they're supposed to be the argumentative group, like the debater, I think is their like, designation. And yeah. Donnie and I had some legendary debates on social media. And then we retired. So we don't do this anymore. But for a long time, we used to do this. And it was, it, it was, I, I thought it was very equally matched. He probably mm -hmm. thinks that I'm, I'm wrong on that because he, uh, he definitely won. No, I'm just kidding. Mm. But we, uh, we, 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 we were going back and forth for a pretty good while there. And, uh, but I love him. He's a great guy. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think that's a good description of Donnie. 
Totally. I can definitely attest to both your wisdom and your skills with debating. I mean, it's social media, so I feel like that would be Donnie's forte. Maybe you can defend yourself in a second. But like, it's Donnie, you know, him sitting in his big chair, just thinking and then coming back on on the keyboard, just destroying people. Honestly, <laughs> no, honestly I've, I've almost completely given up on that whole idea, too. Because mm, like, especially after all that, we were totally in this like phase where I'm like, I just don't have my mind space for this anymore. Yes. <laughs> and on top of that, it was like, it was terrible because I was like, because you can't ever, uh, they, social media is not a type of platform where you can accurately discuss mm-hmm. your opinions. Um, <laughs> I, I read a thing once that always said that um, whenever you write an email, you want to make sure you write it with the most positive tone as possible because everybody mm-hmm. reads in an angry voice in their head. So like if you get, if somebody sends you an email or text or something like that, you read it, you, what you want to do is write this, assuming that they're going to take this as, as being offensive. Totally. And so you're going to, because, and so if you're, especially in like social media lands, you're doing that sort of thing. It makes it hard because everybody's, because, because everybody takes it personally rather oh, yeah. than taking it as a, as a, as a, a debate or a questionnaire. Now, Ben and I know each other well enough that we can kind of navigate that, but that's still one of those yes. things like if yes. you're just dealing with people over the public internet, it's, it becomes, it becomes a problem. And then the one time we did, de- I wouldn't even say we debated, we, we had a conversation in person. It was at that coffee shop in Waco. And I was like, Oh, we agree on everything. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't realize this. Or <laughs> eating those ridiculously overpriced bagels from my shop that's behind Magnolia or whatever it is. It's like, there you go. Yeah. Uh, oh, what's that place called? Um, uh, Common Grounds. Shout out yeah, to Common grounds. grounds. Yeah. 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 The they do not sponsor us, but we recommend yes. them. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we're going to be saying, yeah, not a sponsor a lot through this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> not a sponsor. Yeah. Well, yeah, wisdom yeah. right off the bat. And listen, I mean, we'll get into that. This is not the episode, but we should totally have a, a episode on social media and whether you should debate on that or not. I personally am very glad that you've come to that conclusion because I strongly believe in that as well, Donnie, where it's just not the place. See, you meet up and you're friends. But um, Donnie, going, <laughs> continuing with you, yeah. I'll let you go ahead and introduce Trent, um, your brother. And um, yeah, go from there. Okay, so uh, Trent is my brother. I've only been mistaked for being him like three times this week. Um, so we now that we both wear glasses, and apparently we now have same headsets. This is old one, and all of that. I've been called Trent like several, like numerous times this mm. week. For those who are not watching the video. He, they are literally wearing the same color as well, so it does not help. So he literally <laughs> put this shirt on first thing this morning. He didn't put that jacket on until later, all right? <laughs> you know I wear this jacket literally every day. This is my uniform. Like, I literally uh, wear this 364 but, days a year. Yes, but continue describing little you, Donnie. Go ahead. Anyway. the uh, Yeah, so... so. <laughs> So I think Trent and I have become more twins as we've gotten older, which is the weird thing. I usually mm. settle around, um, but now it's becoming closer and closer. So uh, formerly his uh, his nickname by my dad was Tumble Bumble, and that's because he used to <laughs> fall into it and beat himself up, uh, falling into everything and knocking his head on stuff. And he always had far more injuries than I ever did growing up. So uh, that's my brother Trent. Uh, he's also, uh, we've both served on the cabinet together in previous years. And, uh, and, uh, we also work together on the weekends now, uh, at a uh, local food establishment. So uh, yes, we spend a lot of time, uh, doing this stuff. So I'm glad to have him on the Unbound Legacy team with us. 
That is very cool. Well, Trent, I'll let you defend yourself. And no. one uh, other thing I thought about. Sorry, okay, go one, for it. I, I want to One other thing I thought about. Um, if you ever need somebody who's really good at mm. finding one-star hotels with drug addicts, you can also contact Trent. <laughs> yeah, that's your concern, everybody, considering I'm the one that's found every venue we're considering for our upcoming event in Branson. So, you know, uh-huh. great way to inspire confidence, don't you? <laughs> Don't worry, those have been vetted by me this time. If Trent's ever booking them on his own, you can get, I guarantee you, it's going to be. We mm-hmm. saved money. All right. <laughs> that is why it's not. a team. We still that is why it's a team. Holiday and race. No, we did not, because everything else in the area was like twice the price. <laughs> Part of finding an epic location for an epic unbound event is the debate that you're witnessing here. So take notes, guys. <laughs> but Trent, go for it. Um, I mean, again, like I said, I'll let you defend yourself, but tell us a bit about Ben Osborne as well. Yeah, outside of the hotel thing, I don't really have anything else to defend myself with. Uh, <laughs> yes, I hurt myself a lot. Yes, I've gotten tougher for it over the years, so I guess that's a, a benefit. But uh, yeah, so awesome to be here. But the gentleman here who is wearing the Black Rifle coffee shirt, which is definitely not a sponsor, as I already mentioned, is Ben Osborne, uh, also known as Medium Tall and the master of the purple bathrobe. That's for the Blitz 2019 attendees. He's an Unbound alumnus who worked on the 2019 cabinet playing Apex Blitz, and that's where I really met him and got to know him. He was the leader of my team. So flying around the man in the purple bathrobe all week was a lot of fun, and then I got to know him a bit better when I joined the 2020 cabinet, and he was uh, interning with Unbound at the time. So we got to work together a little bit. And over the years, Ben has been a lot of fun to be around, a lot of fun to talk to whenever we get to see each other in person. And uh, it's been really cool to work with him so far on this this project. And I'm looking forward to uh, actually getting to talk to him in person again at Branson this year. Gentlemen. At airport together for eight hours. I thought that was going to come up. Eight hours in an airport. Yeah, somehow that like actually didn't come to my brain. I think I've just like edited that out, especially because this also includes Donnie, too. Yeah. All right. Just quick detour for story time, because this involves Donnie as well. So we were in San Antonio for the 2020 initial cabinet gathering, and we were all flying back, except Donnie was not going home with me. He was instead going to stay at our uncle's place in Sacramento, California for the the rest of the week. I had to get back because I had uh, work at the time. And the problem was that his flight left earlier in the day. Mine left later. So he got out and he was in Sacramento that evening having a great time. Me and Ben, however, we were both on the same flight connecting to Dallas and that flight got delayed big time because of we still don't know why. All we know is that there was a guy with a weird list standing at the like counter telling us every 30 minutes the flight has been delayed another hour or so, which was quite infuriating so we're there forever and then eventually we got to dallas i missed my connection so i had to stay with ben and his family that night but i distinctly remember standing out in the middle of dfw in like a freezing rainstorm and getting a phone call from donnie i can hear my uncle jeff off in the background because they've been running around downtown sacramento all night having a ton of fun he's asking hey did you get home all right he's like yeah no we're standing here waiting for the bus and freezing rain in dfw while you're having a blast <laughs> we were yeah. playing darts. Yep. That was that was a fun night. Core memory, sounds like. <laughs> Speaking of, 
let's uh, let's jump into events and let's talk about that. So we're we're talking about core memories, and I think part of what makes an Unbound event so fun is um, getting people together, just letting people be spontaneous, really investing in, in each other, and all these different things. Let's start with this. What do you guys think makes a good core memory? Uh, hopefully not traumatizing, but you know, all that stuff. Unbound event. What do you guys think? Well, I'll lean on for me, one of my core memory events, which it was actually Apex 2019. That okay. was one of the places where I really, it, like I had attended Apex 2018 beforehand, but 2019 hit me in a different way, partially just because it, the event and the theme and the sense of it all fit my personality really well. But the other thing was that I got to talk and meet a lot of people there that I had not met previously, and I got to associate with them and really learn through uh, a lot of information that I hadn't beforehand that inspired me to make differences in my life going home and push me into a area of maturity that I hadn't been previously, which was really cool. And Ben was actually one of those people. Getting to talk with him was a blast. And I also met, uh, got to hear from some cool speakers, which made a difference. But beyond that, it's just the community. If you are with a bunch of people who are just fun to be around, you remember events in a very distinct way. And I think we can speak to that with all of our little Nashville gatherings and, uh, well, I should say Tennessee gatherings. Those have all been a blast. And hopefully that group will be at Branson this year. But that's my two cents, at least. Honestly, the stuff that sticks around with me the most is just the stuff we've done messing around. Like, because, uh, yes, there's <laughs> lots of great content, lots of great people to hang out with and that sort of thing. But really, like the most memorable times I have, um, Abe, you'll remember this back when we were in Chicago. Um, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. The very first time. Was that 2016? I think that was 2016. 2017. Has it been that long ago? Yeah, I, man. Yeah. So um, <laughs> there's that. So so there's that. And every now and then, like, uh, you actually made a, a compilation video of our trip. And so every now and then I'll get on, like, YouTube and I'll watch that and I'll go, hey, look at that. <laughs> look at that yeah. five years ago. Like, seriously. Little Donnie. I, I, I know. No like, it, it, it's crazy. <laughs> I kind of get, I, I still remember. So I remember on that trip, Mark Matney was with us and we were all sleeping on the bottom, on the floor of uh, Jared's downtown or down uh, like uh, living room. Yes. So we were in this living room, right? Basically. And there was barely enough room for the like five or six of us to fit. Like there was hardly any room. So I was sleeping on the floor. You and Jared had those huge inflatable mattresses. I think you had a mattress. I can't remember if you did or not. Yeah, that did not stay inflated. But yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. It was the one that was going flat. And then Mark Matney got in like the, the reclining, the recliner. I just remember waking up and I had squirmed around far enough that I was underneath. Like he had his feet up on the, with the recliner that went back. I just remember being underneath and feeling something like, like a dust, like sprinkle on my face. And I like turn, I roll over and I look up and all I see are Mark's feet. <laughs> and I'm like, I just remember going, <laughs> like in the middle, it's like 3am. I'm like wiping my face off. I'm like, I don't know what the heck that was, but I don't want to know. And trying to like go back and go back to sleep. And then we got up at like, you know, six to go and catch the train to get into downtown. But that's that's one of the um, other than all the awesome things we did, like visit all the places running around downtown. That's that's one of those things that like, yeah, it's not exactly pleasant, but you remember it. And then there's plenty of other ones that we've done that have been awesome, too. And I'll tell you some other stories about other various trips, I'm sure, as we go on. But um, unbound trips are just fun because of the people you get to meet and things you get to do in, in unstructured time. 
hundred percent. Totally. And so Ben, how about for you? You've been, um, again, you've been on the cabinet with planning some of this, you know, more official stuff. Um, but what's it been like for you? What are some of the things that you feel like, whether it's an official event like, um, uh, apex or it's one of the unofficial just get togethers, what brings it all together for you? Yeah. Well, you know, having been, um, someone that was planning an apex event, years ago now which is hard to believe but (laughs) um you know we we go into so much planning in terms of like the speakers that are going to be there um that was my role in 2019 but then also just the logistics um the games you know what kind of uh content you want to push what is the overriding message of the event but i feel like greatest hope for anybody that goes to these events for the first time is just that they would um let their guard down in a way and that's when you get to know people. It's when you get to be real with people. That's my big hope for any new person that goes to the event is that by the time they're done, they've got a squad, <laughs> you know, of people that <laughs> yes. they are comfortable with, that they've gotten to know. And um, yeah, I mean, that's just my biggest hope for those kind of events. hundred percent. And I mean, funny enough, I, everything you described was literally how you and I met back in the day also. Um, what apex was it? 2018, I think just at a cabin, like late at night. And we're just like, I think we're talking about football or something random, but <laughs> we talked for a long time and, and there we go. <laughs> but, um, so with that, let's go into, I mean, I want to make sure that, um, we plug what's going on right off the bat. So let's talk about uh, the event coming up a little bit and September of 22. Um, and then we'll go on to talk about legacy for a little bit but yeah um tell us about what's going on and how people can find out more okay so um unbound legacy uh the three of us plus we don't want to forget matthew rocky also also a uh, team member he just couldn't make it for Mm -hmm. recording today um the four of us are um planning this event uh that's coming up uh what we're doing is we're trying to have an unstructured weekend uh where People who are uh, affiliated with an Unbound can just come and hang out and then have the ability to go out and and, uh, enjoy each other's company and do all the stuff that we've just been talking about, like kind of creating memories. Um, Like when we were down in Chicago, we had basically no schedule. We just like, we're like, well, well, I guess we'll get on the train and, and head into Chicago and run around and mess around like hooligans. And then, uh, and then have fun. And that's kind of what we're planning on doing this September. There's not a schedule. We don't have anything that, that's specifically planned outside of a few meals. Um, but what we want is we want uh, to give you guys the opportunity to come and join us in Branson, Missouri, um, and have fun while we're there. There's lots of stuff to do in the area. We have, uh, we have a lake where if the weather is, is nice enough, we might consider renting a boat. Uh, you can do like tubing and water skiing and stuff out there. Although I've never been on water skis before, so I'd probably die. <laughs> um, and, uh, they, they also have a huge theater district, lots of mm. music, country music, stuff like that. So city, which is a huge amusement park with a lot of uh, roller coasters and theater shows and stuff like that. Uh, and, uh, so we're, we're planning on going down there for, uh, in September from the 8th to the 12th are the dates we've currently set and registration closes on April 30th. So we're, uh, we're trying to get all that, uh, figured out so we can get everything, all the final details set up for that event. We already have eight people going, so it's kind of exciting. There we go. Very, very cool. And so we've mentioned Unbound Legacy a lot already. Uh, tell us about what Unbound Legacy is, what the purpose is of this network, and um, yeah, what do you guys do? Ben, I'll pass it to you. Yeah, so I'm actually, 
I think the newest member of the Unbound Legacy team or the uh, newest formal member here, we, we kind of work with different people in the community and uh, are always mm -hmm. collaborating on different projects. But basically, um, Unbound Legacy is a way to promote community for people who come into this community and love this community, which we find to be basically anyone that comes into contact with this community, um, mm. ends up loving it, connecting to people, um, finding out that they're not doing college alone, you know, that they're not working through this season of their lives alone, or at least they don't have to. And so, you know, it sounds a little bit corny, but to say that the community has changed people's lives, I don't think is a understatement. Yeah. And so we want to provide an opportunity for people to be a part of a community that uh, transcends that, um, you know, graduating from college process and moving out and, and doing all the stuff that you do after you finish school. Um, and really, it's not so like the traditional alumni network at any particular college or university is going to send you a magazine every month, usually asking for money, uh, you know, or something along those lines. They want you to kind of stay associated with, you know, whatever university you went to uh, for life. And that's not really the point of um, Unbound Legacy, at least, you know, I think Donnie would agree that really we understand that you're going to your life's going to change. As you go through life, you're going to get married, have kids, get a job, start a business. Um, and so we don't have that unrealistic expectation that you owe us anything for the rest of your you know, existence. Um, but it's really a place that you can come back to. And no matter how, or at least my goal for it would be that no matter how long you've been out of the community, maybe you haven't gone to an event in a few years, you can kind of reenter um, this place, re-enter this community, and it'll be, you'll be able to start where you left off and you'll always be able to come back to this. It'll always be something that's there for you. Um, you know, we want to produce content that's helpful for you and to mm -hmm. just create a place to continue to belong and maybe help you transition too, right? Cause there's, there's so much of like, after I finish school, what the heck am I going to do? And you've got a community, uh, that's going to help you through that. And yeah, totally. Totally. I, I love that. Um, that's like a perfect description. And um, I, I really resonate with what you said of how um, we do say <laughs> in, within the Unbound community that like once Unbound, always Unbound. Um, but that really is about the spirit of hopefully that, you know, you're taking the things that you've learned from your unique college experience and a you know, being able to go out and yeah, not be tied down to certain structures, be being able to ask questions and do things in a different way. And, uh, hopefully by God's grace, truly make a difference. Right. Um, so that being said, uh, Trent, like with, uh, all the planning and, and, uh, legacy going on and, uh, what you do f with the team right now, what would you say, uh, has been something that, uh, you've learned, yourself as you know <laughs> unbound alumni and going through this process and um what you're hoping that other people will hopefully see at the branson event or, or whatnot and um we'll go with other guys as well but trent how about you yeah well the first thing that i've learned is that planning food for people over a weekend is a lot more complicated than you would think especially when you don't know how to cook which is why i'm glad we have matt on the team who is handling all of that for us so you don't have to deal with my cooking for the weekend so be glad about that but uh <laughs> yeah um but the the whole idea of the event is that it's relatively unscheduled, so we haven't had to actually plan a bunch, but what we have learned is 
that sometimes being a little bit creative about what resources you do have and how to allocate them and when to allocate them is a big part of putting something like this together. So we're currently in that process of figuring out what we want to include with the event, what we were not going to include with the event, because originally, to peel back the curtain a little bit, we had included a few things in the sale price that we wanted to see everybody do, like going to Silver Dollar City. But we decided to not move in that direction because it was forcing people to pay maybe extra money that they didn't want to to go do something that they may not have done ordinarily. So we wanted to open up the event a little bit more. So I hope that that translates and that everybody who comes to the events doesn't feel like it's unplanned because we were too lazy to put anything into it, but more that it's unplanned because that's the way we wanted it to be. We want people to be able to come and just goof off and go do the random things that are around Branson. I mean, you can go to a wax history museum, you can go to a country music show, you can go on a kayak trip, you can go fly fishing, whatever you want to do, you can do it in Branson. And so I think that's why a variety of options will really show up when people actually get to come. Yeah, and I just want to pump up Branson just for a minute because uh, we were putting some polling out and doing some initial research and a certain coastal elite who shall remain nameless <laughs> was like trashing on Branson and the Midwest. And I just have to say, for me, overselling the Midwest, there's a lot of corn there. But um, Branson's amazing. I have been to Branson. I, I've been to other fun cities. I know what fun cities are supposed to have. And Branson's got, you know, um, as Trent mentioned, a whole theater district uh, with a lot of live shows um, that are incredible. I've been to the Sight and Sound uh, Theater there. That's really amazing. Mm-hmm. And there is the Silver Dollar City. Um, it's in the middle of the, is it the Ozark Mountains, right? Geography. Yep. Hard. Okay. Yeah. Ozark Mountains there. And so it's a beautiful place. There's Lake, River, um, the amusement park, and it, it's it's really fun. There's not going to be a lack mm-hmm. of things to do. Um, so, yeah, just wanted to plug Branson there for a moment. If people are like, Missouri, I don't know anything about Missouri. I think Panera Bread's ah. from there, but I'm not sure. <laughs> it's going to be fun, I promise. Oh, yeah. And my... And my, I mentioned, uh, I found out an interesting fact the other day, the man in black himself, Johnny Cash, made it his residency there. Uh-huh, I'm sure we did. And uh, made it his residency there uh, during, uh, right before his, he, he hit his hot streak in the 90s and during that period of time. So uh, if it's good enough for Johnny Cash, it's good enough for you. That is fascinating. <laughs> I did not know that. There you go. <clears throat> All the more reason to check out this event. Um, of course, we will have uh, information in the show notes below. Uh, we are working on like when this comes out, hopefully registration should be so open or at least there's information on it. So definitely go check it out or contact any one of these guys um, about the event. Um, and let me just say as well, like everything you said, Ben, I mean, that's coming from a Texan. So that's got to count for something. <laughs> um I mean, Trent and Donnie, you both mentioned planning this event and the details that go into that trend. You talked about preparing food and um, all these different things. Once again, shout out to our very own Matt Rocky. And I mean, really just um, all the events like Ops Team, (laughs) Olivia and all the people planning different stuff for the main events. It's it's a crazy amount of work. Um, What are some of the things that go into planning an event that are... Uh, let's just say unexpected or things that you've kind of realized take more effort. Uh, let's get down into like the nitty gritty and, and what really planning, you know, figuring out an event is actually like. 
besides just booking a place and getting people and all these different things. Waivers. I mean, you got to make sure people sign their life away on a piece of paper <laughs> and that we're not responsible for anything. I think that's very yeah. important. And it's hard to do because um, I know there's a lot of people who shall remain nameless who will wait till the very, very last minute when they get to the place to sign a piece of paper. <laughs> uh, well, if you're watching video, I'll just let you judge who's raising their hands. But <laughs> yes, I hear you. Um, anything else? Um, what we've been dealing with is the financial aspect of stuff. Um, because when we, when you're running like with our team, like we run on effectively a $0 budget. <laughs> and so when we're working on stuff, um, just trying to put things together, definitely figuring out how to finance things and, um, and how to shuffle things around and, and do all that. And that's why we have our registration structure the way we do is because we have to figure out, well, how we actually pay for this stuff and not be out all this cash ourselves or have somebody else be on the hook for it. So, um, so that's definitely something that's, that's of key importance is the, the economic issues. For that reason, if you're on, if you're pretty sure that you're going to come and you're like me and you put stuff off, we've got like financing options and stuff through PayPal that is going to allow you to like sign up and not necessarily have the full amount up there up front. And so the only reason I say that is because like, obviously the success of this event is largely contingent on knowing how many people are going to be able to go. And so I only say that to say, if you are not convinced um, of going, like get one of our phone numbers. You can talk to anybody at Unbound on staff there. They'll be happy to connect you with one of us. And if you are pretty sure that you're going to go sign up as quickly as possible so we can know exactly what kind of event we're going to be able to offer and, you know, yeah, how great we can make it and everything. The more people, the more awesome the house. That is that is fact. So I wanted to touch on that uh, a bit more because I'm sure we will have either college students or specifically Unbounders who are thinking of either planning their own events. I mean, some of them are getting close to alumni, so getting into the Unbound legacy uh, circles and all that. Um, yeah, like what are some tips that you would give people with trying to figure out um, an event by themselves? Well, we've been, uh, we've been like, honestly, we've planned more than one event. Like, I mean, we just did one, you know, about this time last year. Mm -hmm. in, That's uh, why you're on the podcast, Donnie. <laughs> That's why you're on the podcast, you know? Yeah. But the thing is, is that I honestly, this year when we went around to do it, I felt like I was starting from square zero again. <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, okay, well, wait a minute. Now what do we do? We've done this before, but what do we do now? And I think honestly, it really comes down to uh, a couple things that all have to happen simultaneously. And that's what makes it difficult. You have to figure out location, you have to figure out time, and you have to figure out the, and you have to start to figure out the the financial side of that and, and how those, those apply. And then if you're going to, and then if it's more than just you doing it, if there's more people doing it, you have to figure out who's going to be doing it with you. And, uh, and then, you know, all those other details to go along with that. So the first thing you have to start with is like, what is the overall goal of the events? And for us, the reason why we have it unstructured is because our goal is to have it unstructured. Our goal is to have uh, people be able to do what they want and to help have give them the opportunity to form the memories that we've been able to to uh, to have by just hanging out with people in the past. And so we want that. That's our goal. And so it's it it makes it easy for us to do an unstructured event because that's more conducive to our goal. So if you start with your goal then the other stuff can start to come together a little bit, but just be prepared to change stuff because we've had to change a lot of things along the way as we've been going through stuff. 
Yeah. And always be prepared for there to be those minute details that when you initially start planning the event, you did not consider. Because there's a lot of those things that move in the background. Doug, you mentioned our operations team with Unbound. It's the sort of stuff that they take care of that nobody else even thinks about. So stuff like transportation to and from the airports and logistics of, okay, if we're going to send 20 people to go do one event, how do we fit that many people in a car? That's kind of hard. And figuring out how we are going to purchase and store food and other logistics of when are we actually going to rent the house? Where are we going to get the down payments? All those sort of more minor details that can slip into the background when you're not focusing on them. Just be prepared to have those come up and to try and think about them and put on your analytical mindset whenever you're considering all these little details. Yeah. Well, I found helps and I haven't, we haven't done this so much for this event because there's less to do. But in, in April, uh, for the event last year, what we did was we created a, uh, master, ta- uh, a master task sheet. Um, and so it was literally just like every time we, we talked or every time I sat down and thought of something, I would just type it on this one, on this one sheet that was shared with everybody. And then you, and then I put everybody's name into a, uh, a selection in another column. So you could just assign it to somebody and then they could, and then the person could get on there and mark it as in progress done or whatever. And that way you could have item by item stuff. Totally. Let me just like touch on that real quick too, because like it's such a thing where write things down, communicate, you're planning this as a team and you want to do this as a team because there's just a million little things that go into it. And um, again, this is, we're talking about just an unofficial chill event as well. I mean, people think like, oh yeah, you know, we'll just show up and we'll figure out what to do, right? I mean, people said that and um Mm, it <laughs> we have stories so yeah like it's such a thing where you you want to work with a team and and you want to uh you know write things down communicate um and i think that is part at least for my personal experience definitely part of the the bonding uh that helps with figuring out an event uh sometimes yes you mess up and again i'm bound right we learn from failure and that's part of the fun uh, <laughs> like making experience happen uh but yes it, there is um much that goes into it and being able to uh work together to make something happen is part of the whole uh part of you know it's a, a bit big part of the event itself i would say um, but yeah, any, any other thoughts, um, about like things that you would tell people or, or prep for, um, events? Well, honestly, I mean, we have, I'm interested in hearing some other stories about like, uh, events that, that really are memorable or, uh, or things that like, uh, I'd be interested to hear from, from all of you guys, including you, Abe, um, like events or things that like stuck in your mind. Like, I mean, I, I, I started off the podcast with probably not the greatest story I could have started off with, um, waking up under Mark's feet. Um, but <laughs> I'd be interested in hearing more stories about stuff like that as well. Cause like while we're planning these events, it's all to get to this end goal of, of, of having experiences. And I have video of, of Joel Steers uh, jumping between two red rocks in Colorado um, and, and nearly falling. Um, and, uh, and I was filming it just so that I could prove it wasn't my idea. Um, and and uh, he nearly fell off like a 20 foot tall rock. Um, and he was the EMT on who was present. So that, nah, that's that was, like that yeah, in the group. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> like uh, we have medical staff, but he's currently the one who needs medical attention. So <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'd be curious about hearing if you guys have any stories about stuff that um, in that kind of deal as well. Um, but yeah, as far as planning the events go, it's just it's it basically comes down to three things: location, money, and food. As long as people, as long as you have the money, you have a place to be, and they have food. Most of the time, you can make a good event. Um, those are the things that matter. Is like those three things, and then everything else stems from those. Totally. We have a few minutes left, but I do want to hear this story. So if we will close out with this, um, Ben, Trent, uh, tell us about what was one of your favorite uh, memories from, again, one of these various events that you were part of and what you hope that, you know, people, um, if they're a little on the fence about one of these unofficial events, these small events, what you would say to them to convince them to come? Hopefully your story helps with that. Yeah, I can I can kick us off. Yeah, so this is one that both Donnie and Abe, you both, uh, or one well, no, just Donnie, because you, Abe, you only came to our most recent Tennessee gathering. But uh, when we first, this was during 2020 when Capstone got canceled because of COVID, and a few of the students who are going to be attending Capstone decided to plan their own events to just be able to get together and hang out anyways. The result was that in like a span of like two weeks, I think we had eight people all show up in Memphis, Tennessee at an Airbnb with absolutely no idea what the heck we were going to do. We were just there because I'm boundaries. Yay. Uh, and I, it was a really awesome time. And that group has now met up a few other times since, but I will never forget Donnie and I's introduction to Memphis. As we were driving in, there was a giant thunderstorm that just blew through the interstate, which for some reason is a trend. Whenever we drive to Tennessee, now we hit a thunderstorm. And this was bad enough, though, that as we were getting close to Memphis, we saw two separate semis that had been flipped on their sides by the wind. And then when we pulled off the intersection uh, to get on the intersection into Memphis, there was just a random car on fire right next to the exit. And so I was like, yeah, welcome to Memphis. But driving into a music awful. video, literally. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Especially because then we went down and the Airbnb we had, you know, it was nice enough, but it was at a duplex and like kind of not the dumpy side of Memphis, but kind of right in the middle. <laughs> so you're like, you go in one wrong direction and you might regret it, but it was still. So we got there and uh, I remember that Sunday we went to the park because we were just wanted to do a Bible study and hang out for a little bit. And uh, after we did our Bible study, we were just wandering around and we found a drainage ditch. And being a bunch of college students, we decided, hey, let's hop in and follow the drainage ditch. So we started walking along it and we were in this ditch probably for almost an hour all put together. But at one point we found a phone number spray painted on the side of the ditch and we decided to give the phone number a call. And the person whose number was actually picked up and we only talked to them for a second and they're like, yeah, we, we know the number's there. Uh, and they, we didn't ask them for too much detail. And it was really cool, though, because we offered to pray for them because they had mentioned that they were going through a tough time. And so we just took a minute. We prayed for them and uh, then we kept going. Uh, and eventually we kept as we were walking through the ditch, I remember we passed underneath like a fence and we didn't think too much of it because it was like a bridge with a fence on it. So like, OK, it's just for safety. You keep going a little bit. And then we saw like a, a sign that said security cameras on it. And there was just a moment there like, wait, 
where are we? And we start looking up the sides of the ditch. And now there's chain link fences on both sides of the ditch. And if you look far enough, you saw like the fake animals. So you'd see uh, in like the playground at the zoo. <laughs> so we were looking around. It's like, did we just wander into the Memphis Zoo on accident? <laughs> there were just these fake animals on the side. And I saw one family. I was walking up there. And the mom kind of gave us like a dirty look as she was walking by with her kids. <laughs> it's like, okay. So we turned around and went back the other way. Uh, cops never found us. So <laughs> we were okay. But uh, we we got back to the Airbnb. And yeah, that was just one of those random silly memories. That was a lot of fun to hang out with everybody. And you know, almost get in trouble, but not. So <laughs> I love that. Uh, ben, any stories? Yeah. So I think I'll, I'll always obviously be a little bit biased as I'm sure Trent and Donnie are to the event that they planned. So like uh, my, I was part of the apex 2019 gathering. And so a little bit biased until a um, little bit biased towards that. But one of the best memories I think I had from that whole time um, was we had, you know, a graduation at the end of the event, which for people who haven't been to an event like that before, basically, if you finished all of your unbound courses and you're matriculating to your university, uh, we kind of had this um, graduation ceremony. It's fairly unofficial, but you got, you know, a, a document saying that you had finished all your unbound courses. So mm. we always tried to play that up, make that a special. And um, we had this plan where after um, the graduates received their diplomas, quote unquote, um, they turned around and then we were able to figure out how to open up the back of the stage to this courtyard behind um, the place and all of their family and their friends and all the people that had come to support them were supposed to be, we had them stand behind there and they just like, were supposed to go crazy. Like their, you know, favorite team had just scored a uh, touchdown at the Super Bowl. you know, as soon as they opened it. And um, it was just so great because overall everything had gone more or less according to plan. We had a, um, a keynote speaker who shall remain nameless that ended up being a little bit underwhelming in certain regards. And so after that happened though, after we opened that up and everyone was going crazy, literally had some people come up to us like um, with tears afterwards, just like, that was so beautiful. That was so cool. I wasn't expecting that. Um, and so that was one of those things that probably, I, I don't want to say probably wouldn't happen at an unofficial gathering because it did take some planning ahead of time, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it was just one of those moments that always sticks out, you know, in my mind has stayed in my heart. And I know that on a smaller level, you will get those moments, um, that are just, um, simplistic yet just beautiful. So totally. I mean, I was one of the people who totally had tears in my eyes. Like I remember that being one of the first, I mean, the first apex where you guys did that. Um, if you're listening as an ambander, if you've been to apex, we've done that in the years since it's a beautiful moment. It's very epic, you know? And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a huge motivator for those of us who are in school still. And we're like, yeah, graduation is cool, man. We gotta, we gotta be up there walking. But, um, Hey, that is really, really cool guys. I mean, I want to thank you for being on, uh, sharing your stories. I I'm sure there's so many, so many other stories. I like, this yeah. was a great trip we down should, memory we lane. Do another one to oh, just record, totally. like, record like, uh, cause <laughs> go back through all the silly stories. Cause there's a lot of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. I totally. to for that one, like we have to bring cigars. 
if we're telling yes. funny stories, yes. we got to bring cigars and make oh, it a little exactly. bit more unofficial and yeah, <laughs> open it up. We totally. We create like the uh, like the lost <laughs> podcast episode and just not release it for like a decade, where we can tell all our stories <laughs> that yes, like aren't just... able to be publicly released yet. <laughs> Do a time capsule. Yes, saying, exactly. No, we kept saying people who shall remain nameless. Nobody will be nameless in that episode. We have our <laughs> exactly. names in all the stories. Exactly. Don't care about lawsuits. Just go for it. Just go for <laughs> it. I will give you guys a little tease. Um, and those of you listening, this is a tease for you guys as well. But we are going to be ending season four of the podcast very, very soon. We've had an amazing run. We've had some uh, amazing guests. I mean, right here as you guys are listening to right now. Uh, but during the summer, right before Apex of 22, we are planning to have a couple of summer sessions just very chill <laughs> in between episodes and legacy you guys um you are very welcome to come back on and actually share slap some stories we'll have matt rocky on as well that will be a ton of fun so if you're listening or if you're watching this and you want to see this happen let us know okay like go share this podcast episode go let us know in the comments and all that um let us hear you Again, thank you for being on, guys. This is so fun. Um, and we will hopefully see you all in Branson. See you guys soon. Well, the, it is always fun to not only hear some fun and different perspectives from some of our alumni, but especially uh, reminiscing on past events is a ton of fun. I really enjoyed getting to mm. listen in on that conversation. <laughs> hundred percent. And I want to encourage you guys. Um, I know we've had some interaction with the podcast, but seriously, if you've been to an Unbound event, uh, I know we've had some interaction in the past, but um, yeah, if you've been to an event, if you've been to one of the old school engage events, you know, if you know, you know, <laughs> and uh, if you've uh, been to any uh, official or unofficial unbound gathering. We would love to hear from you. Uh, and if you want more information, again, we do have the legacy website down below. Check out the Branson event, check out if there's anything else going around in your area. And we would love to see you in person if we haven't already. Absolutely. So thank you very much for joining us for this episode of the Be Unbound podcast. Uh, this was an episode of our Pursuit series where we talked to some of our alumni of the program. If you want to hear more episodes of the podcast, we have two other series. One would be the Talk series where we sit down with some of our executive staff and talk about our educational philosophy. And we also have Unbound Conversations where we are joined by guests outside of the Unbound community who give us a unique perspective on some of the things that we talk about here in Unbound. So would highly encourage you to check out some of those episodes as well. And uh, if nothing else, please visit our website, beunbound.us to learn more about us and our programs. So once again, thank you all very much for joining us for this episode. And as always, be unbound.